Hello and welcome to episode 64 of, <coughs> excuse me, the croaks back again, of uh, the Late Life Career Change podcast with me, Phil Swallow, uh, from Croydon in the UK. I would say sunny Croydon, but it was first day without sun for some time. Firstly, apologies, it's been a while uh, since I recorded a podcast and as I've titled this one, My Pandemic Wobble, I will talk a little bit about you know what came about um the last two weeks i've been out filming and i'll also talk about that but uh it was really weird so i'd done the shows up until the 31st of march and obviously at that time i think the 29th was one of the big kind of uh stages where things were starting to open up again and um I just it, it was just weird that at that time in the whole pandemic period when there is some light at the end of the tunnel controlled light new normal light but you get what you get what I'm saying uh that I should um I should kind of be affected in this way and I just completely almost lost the wheel but no just in terms of doing something like this and I really apologize um I did get a prompt from one of my listeners <laughs> going back to me and uh, they said they were missing the show. So um, and I, that was a good, that was perhaps a kick, an additional kick up the backside that I needed, but I was planning to get back on the pod show bike this week anyway. And, you know, who knows why these things happen and when, when they're going to happen and the impact they have, because, you know, we don't really have any experience of pandemics and this has been just incredible. Um, and for the fact that one of the things I've been wanting to do for some time is get out and about creating again, and that I now could, it's just weird that it, it, it was time like that. I mean, maybe, I don't know if anyone out there knows about how the, the mind works. There's probably a really good reason why. Um, because, you, you know, it didn't stop me getting out and about, but <clears throat> I just mentally just felt I wasn't, able to kind of enthuse about um about what I was going through so I'm being totally and utterly honest here because I think that is the best way so it it caused a gap in the podcast because I'd been doing these every Wednesday and today is Wednesday the 28th of April so it's four weeks since the last one and um so at least I've kept <laughs> kept things going every month. But yeah, so back on track. And there's a few really good things that have been going on. So I will talk about those through the show. Um, but I really do feel for you if, if you're still, you know, under t undergoing some kind of struggle. Um, I, I think there's lots of support for different sort of categories. But, you know, doing things you love to do is, is one of them. You can really put some focus into it. Um I do keep thinking back that, you know, how would I have been if I was still in my previous job in the, uh, in the corporate world? And um, uh, it wouldn't have been a good, a good outcome there. I think I'd have been in a really bad place. So I had a couple of wobbles when I was there. Um, so, yeah, so I just think, you know, these things do happen. Um, they're not to be taken lightly. Uh, support of loved ones around you is brilliant and really does help. Uh, and all those good things and you know just the other week we were able to celebrate um, our granddaughter's first birthday in the garden they're all under the rules and regs because Matt and Jade are really good at uh, following those and, and rightly so and um, yeah we, we we had a great time she was wonderful and did a little kind of 
private video thing for them to share and yeah it, it was just superb and uh you know that that really kind of helps you to detract from what's going on in the mad world i mean i think overall in the uk things aren't too bad um the weather's been really dry so i suppose getting out and doing things like meeting in the gardens has been okay uh cool at times you know we've had we've had dry sunny weather we've not necessarily had warm weather um but it you know i mean when i played golf last weekend i'll talk about that in a bit um it was it gets quite warm there because obviously you get a bit of i suppose sun reflecting off the surface of the course and which is bone dry um, but we're gonna see some rain i think today and for the next few days on and off and then i think they said it's going to come back next week and be a bit chilly again so hey ho um but one of the things that I'd been wanting to do, so moving on to my creative side, uh, one of the things I've been wanting to do for some time is to put some London Walk videos together. Now, I'm sure there's lots of these online. I found a few when I was sort of doing my research, but um, I didn't necessarily want to do a commentary saying, oh, here's this and here's that. And did you know that in 1852, this became that? And I didn't, you know, I, I, that wasn't what I was looking for. I just wanted it to be a kind of virtual experience. And I actually got a nice comment on the first one that I put up and I looked up the guy. I think he does a lot of stuff in New York and New Jersey. Literally just puts a high res camera and walks around, um, you know, in Manhattan or wherever. So mine's not quite like that. I like to do the clips to try and keep the interest going. So, you know, short bursts um, stream together to tell the story. So, and typically these are bridge to bridge. So I've done three so far. Um, and the way I did them was to sort of maximise or, or to, to run them as a loop. So you go to one station, you do a loop from bridge to bridge and you go back home via that station. And I was travelling off peak. So that's that's the first thing. So th these these can be free. I mean, you can well free except for travel to London. But if you go off peak, it's cheaper. Uh, Ten pounds seventy or something at the moment. Um, that was from home to London Bridge, and it was uh, other than that, you know. So you can take a bite to eat, or you could buy something up there. But not as many places are open. Um, you know, so many of these little outlets and kiosks and things they survive slash thrive on football traffic and you know people have been encouraged to still work at home that's probably going to be the hybrid model they're talking about you know maybe in the office three days not home two or any combination uh, that's going to be the the way forward and you know the company i worked for uh, were, were like that anyway i mean some people rarely came into work at all but we we kind of experienced the the work working at home um, in advance if you like so where was I going with that? Anyway, so yes, so it's a bit quieter, but, you know, I mean, eerily quiet, I suppose. And I thought there would be more people because I was on the first one. Excuse me, I was in the Easter holidays. I mean, there weren't many, there was a couple of families up there, you know, um, backpacks on and all that good stuff. But it was really quiet. So so the first loop was, so effectively I'm, I'm kind of starting at Tower Bridge and I'm working my way down river or up river. <laughs> I always get that wrong. Well, deeper into London and then I'm not going to go too far out because there'll be kind of less of interest and the bridges will be more um there'll be more distance there'll be more sparse more spread out term anyway so it, effectively it's Tower Bridge to London Bridge um, but it starts at London Bridge Station and uh so I I took my tripod for my 
camera. It's not a huge video camera, but it is a dedicated video camera. And I, I kind of had this thought the night before that I wonder if I get stopped because, you know, there are rules and regs. And most people say, well, if you're on private land, you're okay, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, um, I thought I'd do an establishing shot of London Bridge Station and a very nice gentleman popped over and told me I can't. Uh, then I thought, well, I'll just do one of the shard while I'm here. And I'd already captured them by by this point. And someone came over and said, no, you can't. Very nice, very polite. Then I popped down to the, to this a few steps down by, I think it used to be the old PwC building, but it's kind of odd looking. It's a square building with a kind of cutaway bit and a big post, if that makes any sense whatsoever. It's probably got a name. Just by the needle thing that's uh, the bridge, uh, the south side. And uh, went down there and another guy came out again, very friendly. And he said that basically can't use tripods or that kind of equipment um the land is owned by whoever it was uh, a company all the way from the london bridge piece oh, i squeak then all the way from london bridge piece through to tower bridge except for the potter's fields that bit is okay but the bit in front of it is not so potter's fields is public land you can use your tripod and fill your boots um I mean, I got round it. I used my phone, um, held it steady and did a bit of kind of stabilisation stuff in the edit. And then, of course, took quite a few of Tower Bridge. That was all fine. Um, unfortunately, the the nice cobbled walkway that's in front of the Tower of London is part of the Tower of London. And that was closed, but also there was some work going on. I mean, I think a lot of, a lot of places are doing the work uh, at the moment because it, it makes perfect sense to do so. So I had to go the long way around through the gardens and where the moat is, but that was okay. Managed to spot a little robotic lawnmower thing, you know, those little round flat things. And um, just captured a little clip of that. And then when you got the other side, you're able to walk all the way along the Thames path. So there's a kind of couple of, well, there's a pier for the Thames taxi, the Uber taxi thing. Uh, and then you go heading past Custom House towards Billing, Old Billingsgate Market. And then there's, I think it was an old newspaper publishers or something. And then back to London Bridge. So I was capturing stuff all along the way, various things going on on the river from sort of pleasure trips to the Uber boats, um, barges, dredges, whatever they're called. Uh, so I think I got a number of different angles. I mean, the views from the south side looking towards the kind of block of buildings in the financial districts is really impressive. And I was fortunate to have one of these dry, sunny days. So put that together, um, promoted a little bit, had a few you know hits which is fine um but i'm not going mad on promoting my videos and i'll come come to that in a bit so that was the first one and then last tuesday i went to do the next one which was london bridge again because there was again this loop concept so training to london bridge from east croydon and i walked over the river well i didn't walk over the river i'm walking on water no i walked over london bridge and uh, there's various bits of work going on there. And then walked along the Thames path on the other side. Now, most of that is fine. You could just walk your way along, um, but you occasionally have to cut in a bit, uh, inland a bit, and then back out onto the path again. You just physically can't go along. There isn't a path. Uh, there's sometimes there are pubs or buildings or whatever. Um, but there's some nice views there. So this was Lund London Bridge to Blackfriars Bridge. Now, obviously, I could have gone home from there, but I wanted to do the loop, so I saw both sides and got all the angles again. Um, but there's some really nice things to see on that that loop because you've got uh, Bankside Power Station, I'll take Modern. You've got the Golden Hind, that was having some work done. 
you've got the Globe Theatre, you've got the Millennium Bridge, uh, views of St Paul's galore. Um, and obviously I, I picked up, a, I think it was there, I saw a view of a cormorant, which was quite nice, so that's on my video. And uh, so, yeah, went over to Blackfriars Bridge, crossed over Blackfriars Bridge, and there you've got kind of the rail bridge, a road bridge, and some old big pillars, again, all in my video, from which I'll do links to below, uh, which were uh, from an earlier bridge. So uh, probably the railway one, but I don't know, didn't do my history. And came back on the other side, came back to London Bridge and went home with plenty of time to spare. I mean, they were probably taking around about the trips about three hours, maybe, give or take. And that included sitting down and having my sandwich that I bought with me outside the Globe Theatre, which is very nice. But, you know, there, there are so few people around, so few tourists. And in fact, where you would typically stop and have your lunch, you're normally surrounded by construction workers in high-vis jackets and hard hats and whatever, just having their their food um, and refreshments and things. So, yeah, it's very quiet. But, um, yeah, Golden Hind having some work done. So there was quite interesting. I, again, I called it on the video. There was like um, almost tree trunks that have been cut in slices kind of long ways that they would obviously use for the official proper wood uh, to do the wood replacement work on the ship itself so um, I got the impression that might be quite a long job um, but we'll see excuse me quick um, quick water break I could edit that out but I'm going to be honest and say I won't so um, hopefully it wasn't too slurpy and noisy so that was that was kind of part two. Um, now part three, I intended to go from Blackfriars Bridge, so again East Croydon in Blackfriars, and I thought I was just going to go to the Hungerford Bridge, uh, which is by the Jubilee Gardens and um, near the London Eye, that kind of area. Uh, yes, it's just the the non-Westminster side of the London Eye. But then I thought, well, actually. I got there so quickly um, that I decided to extend it to Westminster. So my next one will start at Westminster Bridge. But this one, um, the South Bank, there's always loads to see. Uh, there's sort of cafe area, which is quite quiet. Um, various sort of caravans. You've got the National Theatre. You've got Festival Hall. You've got, um, obviously, the London Eye a bit further down. But prior to that, before the Hungerford Bridge, you've also got the skate sort of skate park, unofficial skate park that got taken over where there's graffiti and skateboarders. Um, and then there's various, uh, obviously, always various restaurants and things. You can always get a coffee or, or whatever. Um, one thing I missed, actually, kicked myself a bit because I've done the video now, was the sort of COVID hearts on the wall. Um, I think that's down there somewhere, but I, the, the path that I took, I managed to miss that, unfortunately. Um I did actually pop over Hungford Bridge and back again just to get some other angles, but then I carried on on the south side, so Jubilee Gardens, past the London Eye, which is not in operation at the moment. Then you've got County Hall building, which is quite a nice building architecturally, and there's an aquarium and things down there and some other sort of experiences and a McDonald's and whatever. Um, then I walked over Westminster Bridge. Um, they're doing plenty of work there still. I mean, the main Palace of Westminster looks okay. Big Ben Tower is fully scaffolded, but the clock is visible. Um, did a couple of clips of stuff there, you know, traffic kind of the bridge, red bus, all that good stuff, and a souvenir cellar on the north side. And then down past Westminster Pier, 
then you've got New Scotland Yard, there's Battle of Britain Memorial, there's various boats that are kind of being used for, well, will be used for restaurants. Um, and they were having like cleanups done. I've got a couple of uh, images of guys doing the old spraying and brushing and things. Um, and then the embankment kind of stretches out. There's some nice gardens there, which I took a couple of uh, clips from. And then you go back past the bridge. I crossed over the Hungford Bridge. Uh, and then you've back along the Thames again, uh, all sort of embankmenty and tree-lined and not too much going on on that side. Uh, various, I mean, there are possibly still government buildings there, but there could be anything. Uh, and then eventually we head back to Blackfriars. So that's where I, I ended that video. Um, so my next one will be starting at Westminster Bridge and going, I believe this is off the top of my head, Lambeth Bridge, then Albert Bridge. I think that's probably going to be the end that I'm going to do for this series. And then I'll just see how it goes. I'm probably just going to leave it on YouTube for a while, see what the take-up's like. Um, and then, you know, decide whether I might want to do some others. Because I love London, so but it, it makes sense to capture it. But in some ways it would be better if there's more people. I know we have this thing about, you know, you want to sort of wait till people clear before you take your picture. Although I always prefer to use them. It gives it some real uh, reality, um, sort of situational stuff some environment to it um but yeah if there were more tourists and visitors that would be better and i think that'll probably happen from may the 17th when uh, people can eat and drink indoors um and theaters can open up um i'm not sure on what basis but you know there's there's going to be more activity heading towards the west end and it will start to feel a bit more like a a normal or a, a new normal type of thing so um and then this week i've been out again with the camera um, we've got a bluebell well, it is bluebell season in the woods um, and I did a bit of a recce on uh, Monday yeah Monday to Kingswood in South Croydon which was my kind of playing haunt when we were kids because I lived very near there and uh, I went out yesterday because the weather was much better the forecast it was like a very very cold start I hasten to add and um, I did some footage now this is a slightly different video because it's longer it's about 18 minutes i think at the moment it's currently building as i speak as i pod um so yes it's it's going to be it's all about the senses and relaxation because i'm doing some nice colorful tranquil footage and then it's purely the bird song the birds are providing the sound for this particular um video a bit like the dawn chorus one that i did which was on one of my previous podcasts so bluebell video will go up to youtube hopefully today um it's quite big in size uh i'm using a format that, that provides a bit of hdr high dynamic range so good better color range i suppose than you would that you would see in the normal and um, the files are a bit bigger so it take a bit longer but i'll uh I'll perhaps mention that next week. Now, what, what I've been doing, so one of the things that you, I guess you should do in life, um, but certainly if you're venturing out in business, uh, is is to learn how to fail productively. Um, so, you know, I don't know if anyone ever sets out to fail, but you, you kind of should know and expect that what you put out there could well be a, a learning experience based on feedback, take up or, that, or lack of. So with the most recent video, which is the Blackfriars to Westminster, I did no promotion whatsoever. Uh, I 
made it clear in the description what it was. I added the hashtags um, and I just put it on YouTube. I think it said 20 views in about six days now, something like that, which isn't bad. I mean, it's not good. It's not great. It's not as good as my Croydon one, which has had 9,600 since uh, November. But anyway, um, it's okay. And uh, I, I, the great thing about that is because you get great analytics on YouTube. Well, not great. But I mean, you get quite good analytics on YouTube about your video performance. So it tells you when there is a performance dip, i.e. where people switched off. And there was one the other day. I think it was my second one where it gave me a big thumbs up because he said lots of people stayed on listening at this point. I have no idea how it works it out, but it's obviously very clever. Um, so one of the things that you can get is how people arrived at your video. So did they do a search? Did YouTube recommend it to them? Was it just one of the many features of YouTube that ha happens to display it on a page because they might search somewhere near it and they think, oh, I'll have a look at that. So that's why the, the thumbnail image, the, the kind of flat picture that you put with your title on it, should be as eye-catching as it possibly can be. And I've, I went through mine recently and always made a clip from the video itself. I mean, some people kind of manufacture things a little bit or just pull a funny face or whatever. You'll see them on YouTube. But I thought, no, I'll, I'll do a screen grab of something that's actually in the video and then just apply a simple but bold caption on top, usually black and white or white on black, same font. So I've got consistency there. I do a little 4K Ultra HD badge on it. So um, I'm going to do the same with this one. I'm just going to put it live, um, tag it as much as possible, describe it as much as possible, give as much information about what it is and where it is and so on to pick up things in searches. And hopefully that will enable me to determine what's working. Also, you can find out for every video you do how many people subscribed uh, following or during watching that video. Um, and I had one from the first one. So that was the Tower Bridge to London Bridge. I had a new subscriber. Bear in mind, it's not been up that long. It's not bad. I mean, there's no race with these things. You know, this isn't a, a point in time news item. So it can take as long as it takes to get some traction. But I would like to have big numbers, big subscriber numbers, and obviously big um, views and likes, ideally. That's what we all strive for. So, yeah, so I'll do the same with the Bluebell. It's a different um, different subject matter. Um, the very search of Croydon led some good stuff before, so maybe that will have some benefit this time. Time will tell. Maybe I'll give you a bit of an update in the, uh, in the next show. So that was my Bluebell video. Uh, also, um, been doing some website updates in the last couple of days. Uh, so I've moved away from actor headshots. I'm doing specifically business corporate type headshots now, business owners, professionals. Actors is a requires a certain thing, the acting community in the UK. And I've done my research and had some feedback in this. So I'm, I'm not going to bother um, pushing actor services because mine are more, my style is more akin to a, a corporate headshot. People want to people who want a good LinkedIn headshot or something that looks good on their Zoom page, you know, when they're waiting to go live or whatever. So um, so I'm doing some work on the website just to build that in. And I've got more to do. Uh, they always say the tip with website changes is don't do them all at once, spread them out because it kind of triggers a bit of activity in the world of Google. So we'll see about that. Um, my golf has improved. And uh, there's, there's a link on the next two things I'm going to, final two things I'm going to talk about. Um, I was getting frustrated after the return because I, I, you know, with golfers, we know there's a good golfer in there because we scored well in the past. But you think, well, where does this go? And so much of it is mental, a bit of physical, whatever. 
And um, I've been doing some fitness work um, with Apple Fitness Plus, which is a subscription service. Now, I was already subscribing to a couple of Apple services, and what this does is put it into one. So for twenty nine ninety five a month, which sounds a lot, but I was paying, I think I was paying 15 for Apple Music Family Plan, and I was paying about another seven for... Um, seven for my storage two terabytes of storage which I need for the size of my photo library and I I shared this with uh, Sue and Hannah on a family plan and then it was another five I think five or six going to be for Apple TV Plus although they extended the free trial but that would come in at some point and we enjoyed Ted Lasso let alone other things so we need to see that and I think they want another fiver for Apple Arcade and another fiver for Apple News Plus. Well, Apple News Plus is good because it gets behind the paywall of things like uh, The Times. Plus, it gives you access to loads of magazines, like print magazines, but in the kind of online format. So you still get all the content. So all of that is great. And then Fitness Plus means you're, you're getting personal trainers effectively in your home, uh, tied up with your Apple Watch. But they've been brilliant. They've got sessions that are five minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes um they've got them for beginners they've got them for older adults pregnant ladies whatever um and they've got modifications with each one so for each training session so this is all done via apple tv or you can do it on your ipad on apple tv or your phone you can have your earphones in and stuff airpods are probably easier um but you just you just go at your own pace kind of thing with these modifications. So some of them, they'll be using a chair rather than expecting you to be able to stand. It's, it's very, very good. Um, and you've got yoga, HIT, which is high-intensity interval training. Someone correct me. Uh, you've got strength core. You've got dance. I had a go at one of those. That was amusing. Hopefully there was no cameras recording it. And um, all in all, very, very good uh, content. And they update it regularly, possibly every month, maybe every week. Um, and it's it's easy to do and it's way cheaper. And because it's easier and cheaper, you're going to do it more than take up a gym membership, I think. You might need a bit of equipment, some weights, some a mat. Um, other than that, it's just you turning up and doing it. And so your, your watch tracks it. I've been really impressed by it. And Sue's just moved across to, to do that as well. She's... Um, She's made some changes there. She did have a personal trainer before, but she's coming on board with that as well now. And uh, yeah, I I just think it's fantastic. So Apple Fitness Plus, yes, you have to be in the Apple ecosystem to enjoy it, but you know, I, I think it's a really good benefit. And 30 quid a month, a month for the family. So that's me, Sue and Hannah to go to the gym as much as we like. I mean, that's pretty good. Not only is just the gym, it is. Sharing two terabytes of storage, Apple Music, Apple Arcade, which is games, Apple News Plus, Apple TV Plus. That's a lot. That's good. I mean, Apple stuff can be expensive, but this is very good. So, um, yeah, so for the rest of today, I will do the um, editing and uploading, but I think that's going to take a while. It does take, it seems to take ages to get onto YouTube servers, but, you know, there's no rush, as I say. What it means is the sooner I do do it, people might just be doing searching for bluebells, you know, Croydon, UK, whatever, all those tags I put in. So I might get some traction that way. Um, also, the room that I record this podcast in, been doing some changes here, put some shelving up, and I've now got space, more space than I had before to put my gear, but it's that 
great job of categorising it all, which means you do it once, then you redo it, and then you redo it, and you carry on redoing it until you eventually get what you need. But So I'm looking forward to doing that, quite excited. So we'll probably do a bit of that this afternoon. And um, and I think that is about it for my return. And we're coming up, what, 28 minutes now, so I've kept it just within the half an hour. Uh, I will apologise once again about the break, and I will commit to coming back to you more regularly now even if it's just a little update on the things that are going on in my creative world. Um, but I, I feel much more positive than um, than I did four weeks ago. Well, that's it's three weeks ago, because that would, would have been when the show was. So, you know, it's, I've managed to kind of deal with it, I think, nip it in the bud. But uh, thanks for staying with me. Uh, I hope you continue to enjoy the show. Keep in touch. And uh, I will speak to you again soon. Mm-hmm.